Welcome back, everybody, to the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. I am your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in and spending some time, you know, dedicating some time to learning, growing, and just, you know, seeing what we got going on over here at the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. As you can see, I got a special guest with me this time around. This gentleman that I got on the podcast with me today, somebody I know for quite some time now, man. Uh, I spent some time out in L.A., and this guy was like one of my closest friends. We really used to hang out tough. We've been through some shit. We really been through some shit. Today I got a special guest. His name is E. I know him as E, but his name is Elliot Gorski. What's up, E? What's going on with you, boy? What's up, man? How you doing, man? E. Thank e. you for spending some time out here, boy. Taco, man, my guy, my main guy. What's going on with you, boy? Hey, man, I'm chilling, living life, bro. Feeling blessed, I man. I appreciate man. you. I appreciate you spending some time on the podcast with us, bro. Well, I appreciate you having me on. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an honored guest. I'm a special guest for you right now. What do you mean? I appreciate it, bro. Um, it's good to see you, bro. You know, we definitely miss you out here. I'm, I miss your ass out here in L.A., man. It's You know, it's good to see you doing your thing up there. But, yeah, man. Hey, man. We just trying to live, podcast man. podcast now, man? You doing it like, 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 like that? I'm like, man, what? You guys are on Like, bro, I got to – you, like you, man, you gotta let me come on. <laughs> hey, and it was automatic, bro. You know what I'm saying? I felt like it was it was bound to happen one way or another, and here we are making it happen, bro. E, of course. Sh- tell tell the folks how do we how do we link up, bro? Because I got my obviously we so short. The short story is we we used to work together. And we just became hella cool. But I got my version too. So I want to hear what you got to say, bro. How we so, link up? Me and this dude. Um, when I first met this dude, we were both working at the Ritz-Carlton, Marina Del Rey, okay? Both working at uh, Cast and Plow, this this uh, restaurant that will forever live in the deepest hells of our psyches and just how much stuff we had to go through there. Anyway, beyond that, um, you know, I was brand new there, just literally had just started, man, and I think I had you know, um, he was one of the servers, man. I was actually one of the bussers. And, um, you know, so like first couple of days, I think, man, you know, um, it's so busy there, man. We're not even we, like, we don't even really have time to chop it up. Like while we're working, right. Like not even two minutes. Like it, it's just do, 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 go, 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 go. You know what I mean? Super fast pace. Oh yeah, of course. And then, so, uh, I remember I was on break like we were, I think we were on break out there at uh, like like right by the water, by the marina, yep. Yeah, 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 man. That's that's when I was still smoking stogies, man. Yeah. And I think you and um you and somebody else came out there, man. And I it, and I know like I'm like this dude always saying hella. Like he's like, oh hey bro, I'm hella. I'm I'm like bro, where are you from? He's like, oh I'm from the bay. I'm like, oh shit, man. I grew up like 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 I grew up mostly up in Sacramento, so you know what I mean. Like if I hear somebody saying hella all the time, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, no you. <laughs> you from NorCal, 100%. Like, yeah. So, yeah, no. And then, uh, you know, we just kind of started rocking with each other from there, man. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's and that's super accurate, bro, because that's exactly how I remember it, too. Like, the, yeah. the, I think we, you know, again, like you kind of just referenced, bro, like the, the restaurant was so fast-paced. You didn't really have no time to meet people, even if we worked together. Like, unless you were working, like, directly with each other, right? we, we didn't have enough time to, like, chop it up no. and really – but. You know, I just, I still, I'm playing back that that scene in my head when we first connected, bro. Like, you did yeah. catch that. Like, I would say hella, hella. He I would like, be like, bruh. He, he was like, <laughs> bruh, this shit's hella annoying, bruh. I'm tired of this shit. I'm like, bro, where are you from? Like, <laughs> you knew, I, you, hey, you knew off top, bro. I wasn't from. Yeah, no, I already know. Like, 
I, I was just like, man, this has got to be from the Bay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and that assumption turned out to be correct, bro. I remember yeah, that. And, and really, bro, ever since then, bro, we just, I think that, like, connection we had because you were from NorCal. You kind of understood that culture. As, as you know, bro, L.A., bro. Mostly up in NorCal, man. I was born in L.A., you know what I mean? Like, hey, diehard oh, yeah. Lakers shit over here, you know what I mean? I see I see you rocking that L.A., man. I see you rocking that L.A. Yeah. right at, on your heart, bro. I yes. feel it, bro. I'm never going to knock that, you feel me? You know, I fuck with L.A., man. And uh, you know what, man? It, it was it was cool that connection really developed from that because, like, I remember when I was living in L.A., I would I would catch myself saying hello, and I would actually catch myself, like, trying not to say hello because I would stand out so much, bro. Like, you know, I, I met so many folks that were from L.A., from, like, all different parts of the world just from living in L.A. Yeah. when I was living here. And it was hella funny because – they every time they heard me say the word hella, they were like, Where are you from, bro? And it was it kind of made me feel awkward, like I was the outsider. So when I linked up with you, it was like there was that familiarity type shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, bro, LA, LA, we had some we had some fucking fun in LA, bro. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. You no, know, I I mean great times, great times, man. I mean, I've been out of LA now for about two and a half, two and a half years, I'd say, bro. But yeah. I mean, I, I miss it out there, man. We we definitely it's a fun fucking town, bro. You see yourself living there for a long time, bro? Like, still, like, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you know what? The thing, and not that the Bay is not like this, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not trying to knock the Bay at all, but, like, um, well, actually, no, like, number one, hey, dude, the weather out here is a hell of a lot better. <laughs> it's hella like, better. Yeah. That, like, that's not an argument. I mean, um, I'm, in, I'm in Daly City yeah. right now. It is like, cold, muggy, and gloomy, bro. It, it's it's uh 69 and sunny right now i'm looking at my, I'm, I'm looking at the computer and you're in marina del rey bro that's a yeah. beautiful area so of LA inland, hey, so if you go inland right now like if you go you know like dtla or like the valley or something you're talking about it's like 80 degrees like 78 80 degrees dude i lived i lived inland bro for a little over a year in san gabriel valley oh yeah that shit was nuts hot. oh it gets it hot Right? There's this one time, bro, I was working um, and I used to work at a hospital and it would, but it was outside because I was running yeah. the, the valet operation out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh remember, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, it was 119 <laughs> degrees, bro. Huh? 119. Yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> it was 119, bro. And I was like, I don't know how the fuck we were working, bro, but we were making it happen, bro. This shit if was crazy. If you weren't the boss there, I would have told you to tell your boss, hey, uh, boss. Uh, we can't do this. I can't breathe, man. I got to go home. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's 119. Like, you know, one, one my limit's 115. It's 119. I got to go home. <laughs> you would too, bro. I mean, yes, I, would. I, I almost felt like we should have, bro. But uh, the thing was, like, I did say Hey, and admittedly too, like, hey, bro, I, I, I did try to get away at the Ritz with um, asking, with telling uh, management that um, I needed Sundays off during uh, football season because I, I, I uh, you know, I'm, oh. I attended, you know, I'm a firm, you know, I'm a diehard Christian and I attend the first Christian church of Fox NFL Sundays and I need to be, <laughs> I need to be at church. Yeah, man. And, and it, like, bro. like that's that, that that that's my religion. Like, if you respect someone else's religion, that's my religion. I need to. I need Sundays off. It didn't work, but I tried. Hey, they say they, you gotta shoot your shot, bro. You gotta shoot your shot. I did. Yeah. Hey, bro. So, 
hey man I'm, I'm curious man because we haven't caught up in a while man um you know let me know how you doing how you holding up in the pandemic bro and i mean honestly it it's crazy because like you know obviously man like the pandemic has just it, it flipped everybody's world upside down like there's no, you know, everybody, oh, let's, are we going to go back to normal or what? Like, first of all, I don't think so. Um, second of all, like, what was normal before is not going to be back to normal anymore, even if it gets, like, closer to that. And so it's like, you know, you adapt, you adjust, you, you know, when they say the strong survive, you know, that's about adapting. That's about understanding what challenges you have in front of you specifically to be able to be like okay this is how i'm going to be be able to attack this this is how i'm going to be able to adjust and move and be able to put myself in a in a better position because i can see that you know this industry is going to be doing this differently whatever the case may be right you know what i mean so um i was i was fortunate enough that, you know, when I, when the pandemic first hit, um, I was in the, I, I was in the car business, been in the car business or had been in the car business for about five years, uh, working for Lexus. Um, and you know, for whatever reason, they, <laughs> they decided to say that selling cars was an essential business. And so what? I, I Hey man, now, now servicing cars, you know, like, hey, car service, hey, if your car breaks down, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. They decided to say that, I, and, and I think it was just like, hey, you know what, we'll grease your pockets if we can keep our keep our money moving. Um, and so they decided to make car dealerships essential businesses, right? Mm -hmm. so I was one of the ones that was definitely fortunate enough, and I, I was blessed enough to be able to basically work throughout the entire pandemic, other than... I think for a matter of like about like three and a half or four weeks when it, like everything first, first, first shut down, like back in March, March, like March, 2020, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so other than that, I was able to pretty much work the entire time. And, you know, the experience that number one that I've gained in, in the car business and just in sales in general, since like I've, had the opportunity to work with you, you know, at the Ritz, which I mean, surprisingly enough, bro, like even, even like working at the Ritz opened up doors that I wouldn't have expected it to open up just mm -hmm. because like you go into another business, you say you work for the Ritz Carlton. They're like, Oh wow. Oh, this person knows customer service. Right. Oh, this person knows the utmost of customer service. Mm -hmm. Not just that. You're like my pleasure. Of course. Da -da -da -da. I might be kissing your ass a little bit, but you're still giving me some money, aren't you? That's okay. <laughs> you know what? So beyond that though, you know what I mean? Like um, understanding the customer service side of things, right? Like I was able to jump into a luxury car dealership where most people are not. And I was fortunate enough to do that. And so throughout that, that time period, working for Lexus, right? Um, you know, I was, my dealership actually, Lexus Santa Monica, you know, I'll throw them under the bus a little bit right now. It's okay. Um, uh, March, like 20 or March 15th, something like that. Um, they called literally everyone into the conference room 
and the GM stood up there with his little notepad and was just like reading off of a script and just basically just sent and just said, hey, guess what? You are all furloughed. Go home. We'll send you a check. And I'm like, huh? What? Like, yeah. what? What just happened? And yeah. So no warning, no warning, no nothing, huh? No, no, nothing. nothing. No, no warning, no nothing, right? And you know what I mean? Like, you can get like you can kind of feel feel out things sometimes, right? Like, and you can kind of maybe understand, like, oh, hey, there's a rumor that this could happen, but it's like it still doesn't necessarily just like prepare you for it. And so when that happened, when they just sent everybody home. I was just like, wow, like, like, first of all, just, <clears throat> is this real life, man? Is this really going on? Like, so no, no unemployment, no nothing, huh? Just straight up. Well, no, no, I mean, we can like, obviously, yeah, like we were able to uh, apply for unemployment and whatnot. And you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people were, but it was just like, even then at that point, it was still just a big shock. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so you know, have, taking that, letting that sink in and kind of like beyond just like the, the, you know, going to unemployment and everything, it was just more about like, okay, what else can I do to have a backup? Because you know what, even, you know, this happened to me right now, this could happen in the future. And so, you know, I started kind of teaching myself different skills when it comes to, you know, the financial markets and whatnot, cryptocurrencies, and just kind of, just kind of trying to really, you know, prepare myself for the event. Like if that event ever came again, like I wasn't sitting here thinking about like, damn, where's my next check coming from? Like, oh man, like I got to wait on it. I got to wait on an EDD payment. You know, like I got to be able to buy whatever, like I got, and, you know, that's tough. That's very tough for people. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that happening, I think not, and, and, and I'm sure I'm not just speaking for myself, but pretty much everybody too, like that kind of made everybody stronger, at least anybody with any kind of like real grind, any kind of real, like, you know, like, like hustle in them, like <laughs> they realize real quick, like the old, the old mentality of like going to work, getting a check, like that's most likely not going to work anymore. Well, well, you referred to it earlier, bro. It's just like, you know, you got to adapt. Right. And I think yeah. that like, I think that the pandemic, man, as much as bad as it's been, as bad as it, like, you know, as bad of a rap as it's gotten and, and rightfully so, right. It's there's been a lot, a, a lot of, there's been a lot of deaths. There's been a lot uh, of people that got sick. There's been a lot of bad stuff that's really happened from it. But I think that there's been, and a, a really good amount of good shit that's been happening too, bro. For a lot of people that have stories like yourself, like I mean, I can sit here and reel off like hella different people I'm thinking about in my head that have found like a new hobby, found a way to adapt and like do something different, teach themselves a new skill, like you just talked about with your finance game, just really kind of immersing yourself into that field and gaining more financial literacy. Uh, I know people that have gotten into biking heavy, bro, and just like focusing on their health when their health was on the decline. I know people that have just like learned how to be grounded in the present moment and, and really like appreciate what's important to them rather than fucking stressing off some bullshit from work, like a job that can just fucking fire you any moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
Like they're not and not even think twice, bro. So, I mean, again, as much bad as like the pandemic has gotten, bro, like it's like there's so much good that came from it, bro, uh, that that doesn't really kind of get that that um, attention it deserves. And, um, you know, I'm just happy to hear that you did pretty damn well in the pandemic. First of all, health wise, you're holding up well. You and your loved ones seem to be good. Right. Like and, you know, you were able to adapt and do something different, bro, and, and give yourself a new skill, bro. Which yeah, is man, dope. and you know what? I mean, if uh, I mean, I was already kind of like growing into that more. You know what I mean? Like, because I've always just kind of wanted to be able to trade and be able to, you know, understand money markets and stuff. And man, just like, bro, there's so much money out there. Like, when I say there's so much money out there, like it's hard to comprehend it like it really really is well, like, well and, they, and, they print money bro they print money so it's abundant bro right uh, that's a different topic i don't i could go into a lot like i could, <laughs> I could keep going on that one hey, for a minute on, hold on one i could second. keep going on that one for a minute but i'll hold stick up. i'll what yeah go ahead so I want I want you to tell tell folks like what it is you exactly do right now, bro. Because I know off air you shared with me that you're no longer with the car business, but you know expand on that. Share share what you got going on right now, bro. So um, even after the so I'll just give even just like a slightly like like maybe just a, a little bit more backstory of like after I was furloughed, right? Um, after I was furloughed, they brought. The, the old dealership that I had worked for before brought myself back one sales manager, one finance manager, and three porters. This is a dealership that is used to running on a scale of, I, I want to say maybe most likely about like 45. It's a, it's about 45 people total that, that, that like run this dealership, right? This is a major dealership, major Lexus dealership in, the Southern California market. The Southern California car market is the busiest car market in the nation, hands down. There's not even a question about it. And anybody in the car business already knows that. Um, and so they were trying to run a dealership with six people. And they also, when they shut everything down, um, didn't like email anybody, whatever. So we have six people at the dealership basically trying to run everything. And then they also decided to just pay us hourly and no longer commission. If you're in sales, you don't work for hourly. You work for commission. I don't give a damn what you pay me hourly. I want the pay plan. Okay, what's my pay plan going to pay me? Okay. Mm -hmm. I sold 50 cars in one month just because I was literally the only salesperson that they brought back. I would have made about $30,000, but they paid me $30 an hour instead, which worked out to like five, five grand, which is like, okay, you know what? For everyone that was not working at the time and as, as shitty as everything was, it's like, you know what? I don't want to complain too much. Whatever, man. Like, <clears throat> take it. But it got to a point where it was ridiculous. So I went and worked for another dealership um, at Cerritos Lexus for uh, up until about um, April of this year. Mm -hmm. um, and I was fortunate enough that I made a few plays in some different uh, cryptocurrencies. Um, you know, for any of the people that are watching this that are involved in crypto, um, 
you know, you probably know, you know, Safe Moon is one that is big and is still going to continue to get bigger. Um, you know, Doge, obviously, every, like, I feel like everybody kind of knows a little bit about Dogecoin, even if they didn't necessarily invest in it, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, a few other plays and, you know, some stock stuff. And um, I was I was fortunate enough to make about like 120K in a month. And what that gave me beyond just like, damn, oh, like, I just made 120 grand. Like, oh man, what am I going to go buy? What am I going to uh, I'm like, no, you know what? If I can make 120 grand in a month, I can do it again. And I know the formula to be able to do it again. And granted, like markets are shifty. And so like, you can't always go into these, these kind of things expecting that you're always going to be making those kind of returns. But what it, what it allowed me to do was take the time to learn and take the time to understand the game and take the time to really be like, okay, you know what? If I focus all of my energy and effort onto this thing right here, because now I can like before, cause like, you know what? It's one of those kind of unfortunate facts of life, bro. Like, you know what? I've, I've been in a spot where, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Like I need, I need to go to work to make sure I have money to pay my rent, to pay, to, to buy food, to buy gas. I like, I've been there. Like I, like I know exactly what that's like. I've struggled. I've missed meals. I've done all that stuff. And so, you know what, being able to be in a position where I I'm not in that position anymore. And then being able to be like, okay, Hey, now I have time. Cause at the end of the day, when people say, you know what, Hey, money doesn't buy happiness. They're right. Money does not buy happiness at all not even close what money does buy is time money and not time in terms of like being able to get time back no money buys time in the sense of like guess what when you wake up you can go do what you want to do when you want to do it freedom freedom money buys freedom okay money buys the ability to say hey guess what you know what man i ain't seen limcaco for a minute dude like I don't got nothing going on the next three days. Like, hey, let me fly up to the bay. Let me just go see my guy. Like, you know what I mean? I don't have to worry about, oh, damn, you know what? Oh, I got to take time off. Man, I got to take time off of work. Oh, damn. Like, you know what? Oh, man, I got to, I, I, I don't got another vacation coming up for like another, you know, six, you know, seven, eight months. And, you know, please, please, please to anybody that sees this, do not mistake what I'm saying for knocking the grind and knocking the hustle. Cause guess what? I'm it, like, you can ask this guy, you know what? I busted my fucking ass to get to the point to where I'm at right now, living in a two story condo in Marina Del Rey. You know what I mean? Like I, I put in stupid hours. Like the car business is no joke, man. Car business is fucking five, six days a week, 10, 12 hours a day. Grind. Like, you know, like you, 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 you don't get, like time off it's like the restaurant like 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 at the ritz right when we were and, and dude like we both seen each other like 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 we man we were running around we're, uh, 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 and then like we'll just kind of both look over at each other like you good you good all right <laughs> let's go come on it's <laughs> real talk you know, like, though like like and you know but like we're over here just you know, running around like crazy, right? And it's physically demanding. It's physically like, ah, like, 
you know, but then once, once you're done, once the ship's over, you clean everything up, you're good, you leave. You know what I mean? Sales is totally different. It just is. And it's, it gave me a lot more knowledge about just different things in life and just different, being able to see so much different stuff and see, you know, interact with people that are coming in buying, you know, I had a guy buy a Lamborghini uh, Gallardo from me uh, that lived in New York. Like, and I literally had to talk to them for a month, sending them pictures of every little tiny thing in there, right? This guy was hitting me up at like 5.30 a.m. Pacific because it's 8.30 in New York. Right. You know what I mean? But once I actually sold it to him and, and the shipping company came and picked it up, I made $6,000 to sell that one car. Sheesh. You know? And so that was great. But... What you lose doing all of that stuff, and that's a grind, is time. I can't tell you how many times that I've had to tell my family, my friends, you're like, they're like, hey, 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 can you come up here? Hey, 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 we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, man, I'm working. Oh, no, man, I'm working. And again, not knocking working. Please don't misunderstand. I don't want to get anybody upset. You know, some mm-hmm. people get to get sensitive about it. Not that your listeners are sensitive. I'm just trying to you know, put everything out there anyway. No, and I, I appreciate you doing that too, because you're absolutely right. You got to count for everybody, man, because no, some I, people, I, some I, people and, are, are absolutely happy where they're at, content with what they got. And, no, and there's, and there's, I, there's no, no knock on that. There's hey, no knock. But I think what you're saying is that there are other ways. There are other options. And like when, especially when you yes. do know that it's available to you and it is, you know, you want to share that, right? That's like mm-hmm. something that you want to do. Right now, see this? Mm-hmm. This little thing called a smartphone. We have tools at our disposal right now that no generation prior to ours has ever had, ever. In terms of if there's something that you don't know, there is no excuse for you not knowing it if you want to know it. None. That's big facts. You know what I mean? If you want to learn something, there's no excuse for it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it. Period. Like, if you want to go learn something, you can go learn it. And yeah, you man. can go understand it. And you can take the time to do it. You can get on YouTube. You can get on Google. You can get on whatever it is that, you know, forum, uh, 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 Reddit to follow this guy. That Like, you can learn it. Period. And so what I was able to do with my time or with more of my time off because, um, and you and I will have this other conversation later. So I got COVID back in March, right? And obviously when you got COVID, you're sick as shit, first of all. Second of all, you're quarantined. You're not going to work. Even if you say you want to go to work, you're not going to work. Like your boss, no one's letting you go to work. So that even gave me more time to keep doing what I was doing with the trading stuff and, you know, kind of make a few different plays. And, you know, again, man, I, I was blessed. Like, I, I'll just say it like that. Like I was blessed enough and fortunate enough that, um, you know, I was able to make a few plays like with, uh, with Dogecoin, SafeMoon, a few other cryptos, a few other stocks, man. I did, you know, I I I got a little little bit of the the the, the GameStop and the and all that 
crazy <laughs> shit, in, in, you know, at the beginning of the year. But, you know, mainly what I, you know, was able to focus on was crypto, man. And what that allowed me to do um, was make the decision to start my own company. And mm-hmm. my own company is called Stargaze LLC or Stargaze Capital LLC. Um, and, you know, Oh, wait, is that how you? Yep, I yeah. see it. Wow. There you go. Yeah. What are you showing us right now? What is it? That's amazing, bro. That's your business license and all that. Yeah. Hey, man. E, bro. E, I, you know, oh. I, I got I to gotta tell you, bro, like, I mean, I've seen you come a long way, bro. And I mean, the journey ain't over, obviously. I mean, every day above yes, earth, every day above ground is, is is a good day. And, you know, it's just an opportunity to get yourself even further. And I'm just proud of the progress that you made. It's incredible, bro. Like, because it's inspirational. It's It shows that it can be done with the, with the, with the work ethic, with the, the determination, with the drive, all these different things. I'm curious, man. And I, and I want to, sh- you know, I know you on a more personal level but I want my audience to really kind of get a chance to learn who you are more. Where did you get this like go-getter type of mindset, bro? How did that develop in you, bro? I'm really, I want you to share that with us. So, um, you know, growing up, um, you know, like when I said, Hey, uh, (coughs) you know, I've missed meals. I've done all that stuff. That, that stuff came actually when I was a little bit more grown when I was young, when I was a kid, I was very, very, very fortunate, to be honest, bro. Um, my, my dad was a doctor. My dad was a physician. Um, and, you know, he, he busted his ass. He, he legit came from, like, nothing. Like, my Sithi, because I'm, I'm, I'm basically, like, white and Lebanese, you know. So, Sithi. Habibi. Sithi, hey, Habibi, there you go. Hey, Habibi. Hey. Um, so, you know, um, my, my city came over from, you know, from, from Lebanon, um, my dad's father, who I unfortunately never even got to meet, um, you know, he was from Poland, um, you know, my mom, um, was born in, in, in Whittier, you know, she's white, so I'm white and Lebanese basically, but my dad specifically, right? I, my parents were divorced when I was young, um, when I was about seven years old. Um, and I basically just went to go live with my dad. Um, and you know, he, 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 he would go work literally for two weeks straight at a time where he was working now, not necessarily 24 hours straight, but he's on call for 24 hours, like for two weeks straight. Okay. So for two weeks straight, essentially you really don't like, you don't sleep, sleep, you know? And not only that, but like he, he grew up with seven children um, with five, with four brothers. Yeah. With four brothers and two sisters um in Cleveland and in Phoenix he was born in Phoenix grew up in Cleveland as well um also back out in you know Southern California LA area and bottom like man he was a hustler 
Like he took himself from having an alcoholic father who beat the shit out of him, a mom who beat the shit out of him actually as well, even though I love my city, peace. You know, he would tell me all this stuff all the time about how he had to overcome all this stuff to literally go become a double board certified physician. My father was a, um, you know, a doctor that worked in the ER, ICU. Like this guy saved, I don't know how many people's lives, like literally. Mm. And um, he passed away in 2013, um, very, 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 very suddenly. Um, and he basically, I took him to the hospital with a stomach ache. Um, and the doctor let him go home and he was dead probably, I think like 24 hours later, his whole body had just became septic and it, no one, no one saw it coming. No one knew what happened. I didn't, I still don't to this day. Wow. Still don't to this day. And, you know, at that point, man, you know, my father was the closest person to me, like by far. And I was actually so involved with him at that point too. Like I was helping him with his business because he had his own practice. Right. So I was working for myself at that point. I think I like, we were living in Reno, Nevada and I was in 2013. So I was like 22 like 22, I think. Right. And so I'm at 22 helping him do everything for his business. And like, for, you know, his business being like, Oh, like that's, you know, like that's me and my dad, like, you know, I'm working with my dad type of thing. You know what I mean? Like the family, like I'm, I'm, I'm helping the family because you know he was so smart and he was so driven with the medical side of things. I was a little bit more on the business side of things. I knew business maybe a little bit more than he did just because he, he just didn't have time to focus on it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, he passed away, you know, at that point. And um, life, man, comes at you very, 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 very quickly. And, um, you know, when you're that close to somebody and you're that wrapped up in everything that it is that they're doing. And, you know, my mom and I, I love my mom. My mom and I were not nearly as close as what me and my dad were and so you know i man hey for the podcast whatever hey dude i fell i completely fell apart completely fell apart started drinking smoke like smoking weed like i mean i was already smoking weed at that point anyway like prior to that but like not not like for real and you know drinking smoking man just you know anything i can to just not think about it whatever Long story short, I ended up coming back. I ended up coming out to LA to get away from um, all of that, like just messed up mentality, man. And it took me a while, bro. It took me a while, but you know what? It like really hit me. It was like, man, I'm I'm my dad's son. Like, if my dad can go from dealing with everything that he dealt with. Uh, being broke and having six siblings that his parents like literally I mean like beat the shit out of like like all his like all his brother unfortunately both of his sisters passed away so I and I didn't get to know them very well but like all of his brothers basically 
would say the same thing. Like their dad was an asshole. He was an alcoholic. He beat the shit out of him. You know what I mean? And, you know, my Sithy was, you know, n- nice to me. She loved me, but apparently she was mean to them. And so, you know, it's like, if he can take himself to being a doctor, put himself through medical school, double board certified, go to UCI, um, you know, University of Arizona, get like umpteen, I don't know how many degrees and do all this. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? If, 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 if he can do that, I'm his son. Are you kidding me? Like, man, <laughs> like, yeah, I refused. It, so, it, and, and again, it took me a while. It took me a while, but you know what? I, I ended up having to go to rehab out here in LA. And I was fortunate enough to see enough people around me when I was there that I saw were like, Oh yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You really a drug addict. Mm. Oh, you really, Oh yeah. 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 Oh, you really alcoholic. Oh, like, like, Oh, like, like that's where it, it was eye opening enough to be like, this is not who I am. Like, this is not, this is not me. And so, and again, no knock on, anybody like if there's anybody even watching too like you know what like as long as you're being successful as long as you're successful it doesn't matter what you're doing for me I was like man you know what I refuse to be mediocre I refuse to allow myself to just settle and be like you know hey whatever like I'll 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 accept you know whatever comes my way Uh, yeah you know what life sucks everything's horrible oh my god oh my god oh my god like you know what at a certain point man people don't give a fuck and you know what? It's all about what you're going to do. It's all about what, what, what are you bringing to the table? What are you going to do for you? Not just for you. What are you going to do for you? But what are you going to do for the people around you? What are you going to do to uplift your family? What are you going to do to uplift your friends? What are you going to do to uplift just your circle? What are you going to do to make sure that your life and the people around you are, are living good? And, and so it's like, it took a while to hit me, but once it did, it was just like, that's it. It's a wrap. And I was fortunate enough to not, no, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to say that. Um, me losing my father in the way that I did and having to go through the pain and like the shit that I did. Oh, oh and I kind of left this out, man. Um, my grandfather on my mom's side also ended up passing away three months after my dad did. So I was dealing with two kinds of different, like one after another, like one after another. And you know what? It just really all goes back to like, you know what? I've seen at the end of the day, dude, unfortunately this is a cold world, man. Like nobody cares. And it's not that you don't have to take time as a, as, as your own person, like with your own family to grieve and, you know, to, and try and try to heal, but you got to also take a step back and understand like, Hey, you know what, man, no one gives a fuck <laughs> that at, like, yo, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, don't nobody care, bro. 
They really yeah. don't. Like, I'm just like, that's it. Dead ass. Like, if, now, you, let, let me ask you a, if you go walk into an interview, was, oh, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so, so first of all, bro, I just want to say thank you for even opening up and sharing that because that's, yeah, I mean, of course. you sharing your story. I always encourage people to share their story. If no, they, hey, you're my dude, bro. Good. You know what? I got, and you know what? Honestly, if, if I can share this with other people and somebody else can see it and be like, damn, man, like I'm kind of going through something kind of similar, right? And if what I'm doing can be any kind of, message or be like inspiration for anybody else like i i, I want that wholeheartedly so oh, yeah. trust me like and, and it is bro i mean you're you're a walking testimonial bro i mean what you just shared right there is a you know is a really difficult story you've shared i mean as i was listening to you i heard about like you brought us through the whole thing bro and like to to, to kind of fast forward to see where you're at now it's just amazing progress and amazing like story to, to come up from that it's like it's a triumphant story so I wanted to ask you bro like you know that moment of clarity that you you had when you recognized like this isn't for me like I'm my father's son like I I got to do better than this where were you exactly was that in the in rehab or did that happen prior to rehab before so to, that took you to rehab like what where were you um honestly it was a I can't even say it was one, if it, I, I really can't say it was like one, one moment, right? It was just, you know, like how if, if you're stuck in a position where you're forced to just like, you're forced to survive, you're forced to, you know, um, do whatever you have to do at that point to just like keep that roof over your head, keep food in your stomach everything else right you know and at that point too like man you know as much as my mom as much as I love my mom like I think my mom also kind of saw too that um like she was like nah you can't come stay with me like so I I didn't have a choice it was like either you go figure out what you got to figure out you go figure out your your shit, you know. You go get get whatever job you got to get. You go pay your own stuff. Like, hey, like I'll help you out with you know a little couple of things here and there. And it was just like, it was just progressively like, you know what? I want more. I want more. I want more. I'm fucking hungry. Like, hey, I man, I wish I could play that video of. Uh, of Diddy when he's in the, I, I, I know a lot of people have probably seen this video of Diddy when he's in the, uh, when he's in his office, man. And he takes his phone call, right? I think he's in like a bond Dutch shirt or something. Right. And I think he closes a deal or whatever. And he just gets up and he's like, he's like just going crazy. Like, like, he's like, yes, anything I want, I will get. I don't like, yes. Like, you know what? Like, like I'm a savage. Like I, like, and, I, I don't know why, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? I am, I am just not satisfied and I want more. And not only do I want more for me, I want more for my loved ones. I want more for my, like, I want more for my family. I want more for my friends. I want more for the people around me that I care about. 
I want to be able to bring freedom and like and and time and just like good times and stuff to like as many people around me as I can. And like that's just kind of like where I've been able to grow into, luckily, like fortunately. And um, you know, man, it's just a blessing, bro. Like to be honest, like it it really is a blessing like to be able to be sitting here talking to you right now on your like dude you got your own podcast bro like you talking about hey oh man I'm proud of you to see hey what you doing like man like you know hey like like bro I know the struggles that you've gone through too like so you know like this is hey just as much as I've gone through struggles bro like you hey you've gone through you know just as much if not more struggles you know so like bottom line bro hey everybody's gonna go through struggles how are you gonna deal with them how are you going to overcome them? Everyone is going to go through something and some may go through more fucked up shit than others. Some may go through less fucked up shit than others. Some may be more fortunate. Some may be less fortunate. Either way, it really doesn't matter. What are you doing today? What did you do to wake up today and get better? Mamba Minta. Yep. 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 Man, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mamba bro. fucking mentality, bro. Mamba mentality, man. Hey, Mamba, hey, you know what, man? I'll be right back. R.I.P. Cub. I'll be right back. Yeah, and, you know, he going to be right back. And it's, you know, in, in the meantime, in between, so I'm just going to talk about that Mamba mentality because it's so, it's so necessary if you want to achieve the things that you want to achieve in your life, right? If you got goals, if you got, things you want to accomplish that mama mentality will help you get there but damn sure it's right on his wall man he had to go get it off his wall mama mentality a constant quest to be the best version of oneself oh man kobe is ah oh, man bro and you know look i want to say something real quick bro before we really delve into talking about kobe r.i.p kobe love you man i'll tell you i want to say something bro about kobe you know me, E. Uh, I'm a I'm a born and raised Warriors fan, bro. Through the thick and the thin, I've always been a Warriors fan. And for all for like as long as I remember, bro, the Lakers have always been better than the Warriors. They always sunned us. They always little broed us. And they were my arch nemesis, bro. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, but as much as I hated the Lakers, I could never hate Kobe, bro. I had so much just like him, Shaq, Magic. I loved their players. And like Kobe, Shaq, Magic, them guys, like, I mean, especially Kobe, bro. Like, it's like, it's like, bro, like, I don't know, man. Even though he was our enemy, it was just like, it was, you can, you can hate the dude. Like, just the, the passion he played with, bro. Like, he taught you things, bro, without even teaching you things, bro, just by being who he was. He was that motivation. You just see him, you're like, damn. Like you want to be this dude, you want to you want to be like this dude, and you can apply the same principles that he applied in his craft into everyday life, bro. That mama mentality it's can be applied anywhere, bro. And oh my god, dude! I mean, going back to that time when Kobe passed, bro, it was it was it was a really tough time for me. It was right before the pandemic, too, right? Or it was a bro. I know. Hey, you know what, man? A lot of people were like. <laughs> Man, hey, after Kobe died, the whole fucking world just fell apart. It really like, did, bro. It, like so, so peep this hey. though, bro. Peep this. So I remember you're a Niners fan too, so you're gonna feel me on this. Motherfucking Niners lost a goddamn Super Bowl. That was in yeah. the end of January. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas watching that game. 
Okay. When I was in Vegas, so I came that, back and got sick. I think I actually probably did get COVID for the first time at that point too. Cause like, you know, was, Vegas, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas is like an international hotspot, right? Like everybody's coming to Vegas from everywhere. <laughs> right. Right. And for the Super Bowl too. And when I got back to LA, like not even a, like less than a day later, man, I got so sick, stupid sick. Like, and I'm pretty sure I probably had COVID back then. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You good, bro. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm just kind of going down this timeline of like, yeah, the shit that like happened prior to the pandemic shutting shit down. I mean, bro, it was so crazy, bro. We lost the fucking, I was, I was in a funk from that. You know, and then yeah. February was February when when COVID passed, right? No, January twenty sixth. January, so it was right in the same same month. It was so, it, it was right before it, it was literally right before um, right before I went to Vegas for Super Bowl, and dude, I'll it was crazy, bro. I'll, because like, bro, I I will never ever forget that day in my life like this. It is one of those days where you know you just you, you just remember everything that you were doing during that time you know what i mean like and i'm not please don't misunderstand i'm not trying to compare 911 to kobe dying but we all kind of remember if you're old enough to know what happened the morning of 911 am i right mm-hmm. so I don't think anybody can like at least basketball. Again, that's why I said I'm not trying to compare 9/11 to Kobe. Where were you? I was at work, bro. I was at work, and <laughs> I was at work, man. And my coworker texted me, and he knew how big of a Lakers fan what that that I am, um, and. I've told this kind of like I've told this story to you, bro. Like in terms of like how big of a Lakers fan I am. Like if you want to know how big of a Lakers fan I am, Google me. If you Google my name, okay, you will see an article that the L.A. Times did on me back in uh, like June or July. I, I think of like two thousand of of two thousand. Okay, I was at like the first three peat when Kobe and Shaq was three peating. Okay, so I've bleed purple and gold just like how this guy bleeds warrior blue same thing man same thing that's why like hey you know what i fucking hate y'all but nothing but but i respect that you know you respect i respect that you got the same love for your team as i know i got for mine i'll say that so look bro it's like you respect greatness too as much as like i hate the lakers bro it's just like god there's never been really a dynasty like that yeah exactly bro so i mean Motherfucker just be running around just. That's stuff. <laughs> but now real talk, bringing it back to the code thing, bro. No, I, I mean, for it, it's for me, bro. I mean, I just kind of highlighted what my history is with the with the Lakers and the and you know how I hated them and shit like that. But Kobe, I can never have. I even had a Kobe jersey. I had Kobe shoes, like, and I was just like, and when he passed, bro. I didn't want to fucking believe it, bro. I remember this. I'm going to tell you exactly where I was, uh, Ebra, because I was working for the Warriors at the time. So I was at the facility, and it was early in the morning, and I was talking to a representative from the NBA because he was waiting to get into the to the cleared area to gain entrance to where the, where the players were practicing and everything like that. And we were just 
chopping it up. And then my other homie texted me. He's like, yo, is this true? Kobe, Kobe died? I'm like, what? Because when you hear that shit, like, especially early in the morning, you're like, hell no. Nah, what the fuck? That's the, that's the bullshit. And it was reported by TMZ first. So you were like, come on, Dude, man. Honestly, and that, hey. So when, when my coworker texted me and I was dealing with it, I was going through so much stuff at one time. Like, so I was trying to close this deal right? Like at, on, on, on one side of things. Right. And my coworker texts me and I see like, and he was like, bro, Kobe died. And I'm like, huh? like, and he, and he texted me the TMZ link. Right. And at first I'm like, ah, it's TMZ. Like, man, I like, you can't just believe TMZ. Like, like, you know, like that. But then I started thinking more and more and I was like, dude, TMZ is LA based. You know what I mean? Like, if TMZ just falsely reported, but see the that, thing is that, though that that Kobe Bryant died like 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 if a right. news, like if a, if a legit news source just falsely, trust me trust me that shit that shit did run through my mind, bro. Yeah. But at the same time, I was I was in such utter disbelief that like hell no, I was like I was probably in denial. I was like hell no, and then more and more news like eventually started coming out. Other outlets started reporting. And it's even even ABC, though somewhere like it's not yes, confirmed, and then I'm like, oh yeah, no, and then, like, and then he's in there with Gigi on it. I'm like, and like oh, I even heard, I even heard, I remember then, even hearing dude, Rick like, Fox was on the plane on the uh, thing. Rick like, Fox and his daughter were on the plane. Oh, he's like, on the plane with all four of his daughters. Yeah, like when I, dude, when I saw that, bro, like I, 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 I literally like, I had to tell my, I had to tell my client that I needed to like get. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Can I, um, I need to make a call for a second, like. And dude, I legit, I dude, I legit started tearing up. I I've never, I've never in my life like teared up and cried for somebody dying like that. That that I didn't have like a like a real like interpersonal connection with. You know what I mean? Relationship with like bro. like 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 I didn't have a real relate like. I grew up, of course, like we all grew up watching him. You know what I mean? Like we all grew up watching Kobe. We all grew up watching the Lakers. We all grew up in, in, but you know, like I may have met him in passing. I think once, not even like really just shook his hand. Like, and so for me, I was like, like, damn, like, how am I, how am I fucking crying right now? <laughs> like, right, seriously. like, 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 how am I, how am I legit like crying, bro? Like, and you know, like that man. Yeah. The, uh, Dude, Cole, Cole passing was tough, man. Like that was, um, that was definitely like by far the uh, the hardest, the hardest passing of somebody that I didn't know personally that I've ever had to deal with in my life. Like, you know, celebrities die, man. Like, you know, and you're like, oh man, I love that person. But like. You know, if you really a hoop fan though, like if you really like a sports, like 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 if you really like, I know you are a real sports, like like you are a real sports fan. You know what I mean? Like, I know when when I'm talking to one. I know you're one. You know what I mean? Like, if if you know like like that's really 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 your team. Like if that's somebody that's like, you know, that was my Michael Jordan. Like I, I, I got to see the tail end of Jordan's career, and of course Jordan's Jordan, but like Kobe was 
Kobe was, was, was like my Jordan. I know. You know what I mean? I know. And so seeing that, I was like, what? Like, no, like, no, no. Yeah. And, no and, and, and full disclosure, like for anybody listening, I think this is probably the first time me and you really talked about Kobe huh, since, since he's I, passed. Because honestly, bro, like I was in a funk for a good you could ask the people around me, bro. Like, I just was like looking at life different. I was like, how does this happen? Like, because like, it's like, of course we all know that anybody could pass away. Like tomorrow's not promised, but like these guys are like forever immortalized, bro. Like I'm like, there's no way Kobe at this early age, he's basically like a couple years older than me, bro. And I'm like, and Gigi passing with him. I just was, and bro, like I was telling you, I was, I was in, the, I was at the, at the Warriors facility. So they were in the middle of practice. They were supposed to get drug tested. Um, that day by by somebody that represents the nba they canceled practice they canceled all that stuff and i remember all them coming out to where i was at and i got a relationship with like a lot of them like really cool you know what i'm saying and everybody was just with their heads hanging low bro like steph couldn't believe it draymond i like had my moment just to be like bro i'm I'm sorry like because we we all felt like it was like it we were just in such disbelief still, bro. We, we didn't want to believe this shit. We we're just like, no fucking way. And I mean, to this day, I still don't want to fucking believe it, but it's reality, bro. And, you know, I think what that taught me, e, bro, was that life is, you know, tomorrow's not fucking promised. That's for damn sure. And if I needed any type of fucking reminder, that was fucking it, bro. And I think that like, it was a big wake up call. Not only did I mourn the death of Kobe, but it really kind of made me look at my own life. Like, bro, what am I doing? Like, like, stop fucking around. Like, you know you can fucking do better than this shit. You know you can you, you can inspire more. You can do different things with your life, bro. And stop bullshitting, bro. Like, because tomorrow's not fucking promised, bro. You know no. what I'm saying? Make sure you no, tell the not. people you love that you love them. That oh, type yeah. of shit. You feel me? No, because you know what, man? Hey, dude, as much as, you know, we all try to take care of ourselves, like, dude, and granted, you know what? I, I kind of do blame that pilot. Like, that pilot should have known better than to be flying through that kind of fog. He should have. Like, like, but you know what? At the same time, you know what I also think about? If you got Kobe Bryant in your ear, talking about, man, we done made this flight how many times? Yeah. Like, get me hey, to this game. We're getting to the, we're getting to the like, gym. Hey, you need to get me, Gigi, and these people. Hey, Gigi got a game, man. We got to get there. You know, like Kobe's a Kobe's a hard person to say no to. And the helicopter driver, he lost his life too, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so it's, he paid I, the ultimate he, sacrifice too, bro. No, he did. And 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 but you know, beyond that though, man, like man, it's it's a uh, you know that was one of the most unfortunate that was one of the the toughest like situations that you know I've had to deal with like bro I'm not even gonna lie man um like you know how much of a diehard who fan I am and you know um I rewatched the last dance right because the last dance when everything was shut down we had no sports I don't know if you guys remember like during the pandemic like every other week right it was something like that yeah no 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 it was like every week every Every weekend yeah every week yeah, every Sunday for like I think maybe like seven, seven weeks. 
like seven or like seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that, right? It was like, like that was all we had for like, like in terms of new stuff. Like I finished. We had, we had Tiger King too. <laughs> I didn't even watch that shit, by the way, bro. My yeah, I'm not even gonna get it. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, but man, no, um, dude, Kobe, I'll get back to really like you know what that Mamba mentality, bro. That constant quest to be the best version of oneself, like that really, that really drives me, like, like for real, like that really drives me along with like just seeing, you know, seeing kind of a, like to be out, like seeing a different level of success. Like I, I, I've had the chance to connect with a few people that, you know, like have, you know, that, that have done very, very well for themselves. Like I'll, I'll, I'll just put it like that. Like I'm not going to throw numbers out there or whatever, but, um, and you see, you see kind of like, like you see what's out there and you see kind of just like it's possible what's possible and you just kind of go like like why not me why not me yeah like, why not why not me why not yeah. why not why not chris right exactly you know, bro. like why not why not anybody who wants it you know because there's really nothing again like it it it, it kind of goes like i'm gonna tie this back into kind of like what i'm doing now for business wise it goes back to the fact that like, if you really want to do something, if you want it bad enough, if you want to know something, if you want to know how to do something bad enough, you will know, like you will figure out how to do it. There's no excuse for not knowing how to do it anymore. Not anymore. Like back in the day before, you know, like pre-internet and pre, you know, like YouTube and everything else, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you had to pay that money. Like, you had to go get those student loans and go to school. And I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with you right now, Ebra. There's people that have done it with less, that have gotten yeah. to great places in their life with less resources than we have now, today. Oh, 100%. 100%. And so that, that, that makes it even more prevalent to say that, like, hey, you know what? Like, there really is zero excuse, basically, right? If you want to go get something and if you want to make it happen for yourself, then you can do it, period. Like, you know what? And I want to let me add something to what you're saying, because it's I absolutely echo what you're saying. Agree 100 percent with what you're saying. I will add, though, that it's not going to happen when you want it. People have to understand things take fucking time, bro. And sometimes yeah, you, no. might, no, they do. you might, they do. you might like, see, the thing is, I think a lot of time, like in, in, in the world we live in, I've actually reflected on this too, Ebra. It's like myself included, I'm very guilty of like kind of wanting what I want right away. It's like that instant gratification. Sometimes it don't work like that, bro. I mean, like you got to be willing to kind of like, in order to get to the best version of yourself, you're going to have to go through a lot of growth and with growth comes uncomfortability. There's pain. There's sacrifice, there's all that stuff, yeah. but it's all fucking worth it though, bro, because that journey to becoming the best version of yourself and ultimately finding that best, best version of yourself is going to produce so many fruits. It's going to enhance your whole fucking experience of life, bro. And I mean, that's what that Mamba mentality is all about, bro. And it's just like, I think what Kobe tries to stress with that is, bro, like 
life as much as cold as it could be and as hard as it could be, it, it's, it's fucking beautiful too. If you fucking choose to look at it in that way and you choose to fucking operate in that fashion, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just kind of wanted to add that to what you're saying right there. No, bro. Dude, that, that's a, that's, that's a perfect add on. Like, I mean, dude, cause you know what? We, we live in a, like we live in a society of instant gratification. Like we do, we live in, we live in a society right now where it's like, I want it now. 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 We got, oh, we ordered it on, the, on such and such. Like, oh, you know what? I'm, I want the overnight delivery. Right. I want the, oh man, I got two hour delivery on Amazon. Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Like, you know, I want to uh, go do like life does not work like that. Oh. I mean, you, you go to the gym, E, bro, you're, you're a gym rat, you're a gym dude. You know, like, just because you want your body, like, you want a six-pack, it ain't gonna come by going to the gym one fucking time. It's a process, bro. It's an entire fucking journey. It's like being, it's like creating a goal, committing yourself to that goal, doing what it takes to get to that goal, and then you get the results. But, like, really, bro, it's like... Unless you're just one of those, like, really lucky motherfuckers that has, like, a fast-ass metabolism that you can just, like eat whatever and you still have a <laughs> besides that besides that like i envy you people that that may or may not have that metabolism that i don't know i don't know what you're talking about like like what well, you mean like you like, <laughs> like yeah like like that you can yeah just eat whatever and not not gain weight i am not so fortunate my friend anyway. <laughs> No, but but you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, of course, you know, no, no, no. It, it is an absolute process. I mean, as the saying goes, Rome wasn't built in a day. And no. I think also also something that I've learned as uh, embracing that mama mentality more into what I do in my life too is that like you got to enjoy the process, bro. Yeah. Stop fixating yourself so much on the end result. Like what you're doing right now, bro. You're you're loving what you're doing by learning about the financial literacy. Oh, yeah. But like like you're like 100%. you dropped everything you're doing bro to, to dedicate yourself to learning more and more and more and more about what you're doing so that you can become like like fucking you can become a wizard at what you're doing type shit bro and then create the results that you want and that time and that dedication and that work that you're putting in obviously has produced results and it's going to continue to do so so yeah. long as you right continue to like move forward with your shit bro so that's, come on man yeah Come I mean, on, you know what? It's um, you know what? It's it's also one of those things, though. Like, in terms of like, if I can kind of touch back to like the, you know, the financial side of like, you know, kind of like what I'm doing a little bit more. And you know, if, if anybody that is listening right now, um, or anybody that ends up listening to this, wants to kind of like have maybe even like a group podcast session to be able to talk more and more and more about you know the the newer financial opportunities that we all have kind of available to us man I would love to do that first and foremost second of all um so crypto specifically right cryptocurrencies um crypto right now is at a point where I want to, I like, I really want to kind of compare it to 
if you were to get in on Apple or Amazon or the internet, I'm going to just brought it like the internet in like 1994, 1993, you know, that there were actually people in the early nineties that thought the internet was a fad that thought the internet would die out. Like, Oh, internet won't be a thing. Nah, it'll die out. Like the internet's here right now. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, and that won't be a thing. Don't worry about it. Blockbuster. Blockbuster could have bought Netflix for $10 million back in the day. How many blockbusters you see right now? Yeah, I'll wait. Anyway, (laughs) point being cryptocurrency right now, I look, I will say it with as much conviction as I possibly can. It is the future of the way that the world is going to interact with finance. It is a hedge against inflation. Right now, our government is printing money left and right so fast that like literally every dollar that is currently in circulation, or sorry, out of every dollar that is currently in circulation, I think 20, 27 or almost like 30% of every dollar that's currently in circulation has been printed in the last year. How long have we been printing dollars? Long time. Yeah, long time, long time. So, what, so is that, what, what is that? What do these trends tell you, man? What, what these trends tell me, man, is that, like, you know what? So, the financial system in general, I mean, and, and dude, like, I can go on and on and on and on and on. And I don't want to necessarily do that and just like ramble, ramble on, you know what I mean? But um, the, the current financial system, the way that it is set up, it was designed to benefit, you know, the, political elite, the, you know, corporate elite and so on and so forth. And not that there aren't necessarily probably some elites in crypto as well, but like for the most part though, it's a lot more decentralized, right? It's a lot more just peer to peer. It's a lot more like just that, you know what, um, like it's accessible to anyone. Right. And it's also something where like you have something like, I'm going to keep it at the very, very most simple one. Let's say Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin, there will never be more than 21 million Bitcoin ever created. And they won't even actually mine the last Bitcoin until the year 2142. 2142. We're in 2021. Crazy. So you're talking about 121 years until they actually create the last available Bitcoin. And we're printing money like it's nobody's business right now right so if you have a if you have an asset that has a finite amount of supply and it's available to pretty much anybody with an internet connection then not only that but like let's say let's say i want to send you some money and you're again i'm just going to kind of give you a hypothetical right let's say you and i are doing business you are based in Australia, okay? On a Saturday, when financial institutions are closed, 
um, you and I come to an agreement and you're like, yes, you know what? Let's lock it up today. Boom, let's go. Hey, we're good. You know what? Million dollars. I'm going to, you, you know what? Million dollars. No problem. I'll come on, uh, you know, Lim Cockrell's podcast, because guess what? That's how much, you know, or sorry, I'll pay you a million dollars because that's how much it costs now to go on Chris Lim Cockrell's podcast. That's how much it costs to, to go on uh blessed beyond uh, or you know what I mean? We're sorry, making I'm, it happen. It's about to happen too. It's about to happen. Okay. So period point blank, right? I'm just giving you a total hypothetical. Um, if I, if you're in Australia and I need to wire you that money, I got to wait now until Monday to go to the bank. Now I got to pay you a wire transfer. Now I got to pay a wire transfer fee to send you a million dollars. Okay. And they're going to take maybe a half a percent, maybe a little bit less, whatever the case is, right? Let's say they take a third of a percent, right? You're talking about a $3,000 charge to send you a million dollars to an out of the country bank. Now on top of that, you have to wait a week to get your money. With Bitcoin, I'm going to send that shit to you right now on Saturday, and you're going to have it in 15 minutes. That's it. No fees, about, no fees just yet. And you're going to pay about five and eh, maybe 10 bucks in fees. Okay. Huge difference, you, obviously. You tell me what's better. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, E, bro, I'm curious about this. I, as you were talking, bro, and you seem to obviously be uh, ahead of me with this crypto thing as I'm kind of getting a better grip and understanding of this shit, bro. I hear different people's types of strategy on the crypto market and, like, how they're doing it. I hear of people, you know, uh, buying it and selling it hella fast or, you know, whatever. Like, which is the preferable? Well, not the preferable. Which is your strategy and why do you think is it, 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 it's, it's the ideal strategy? to like have like do you hold it like do you buy like hella stock and and fucking hold it forever type shit not necessarily forever but i mean like for a hella long or do you kind of like so what what's what do you what do you suggest is the best kind of approach to that so again it really excuse me um it really depends on what you want to accomplish individually right as an investor if me, I, I'm, if, if, if you're day trading, let's, let's say for instance, right. If you're day trading something, you want to, you want to make a profit and you want to make a profit sooner than later. Right. Like if I'm day trading, I want to make a profit now. I don't want to wait until, you know, uh, two weeks, a month, a year from now. That's more investing than trading. There's a difference. There's a huge difference between trading and investing. If you're an investor, right? An investor is somebody that takes a step back and says, okay, I want to achieve a specific goal by a specific date. What am I going to invest my money into in order to help me achieve that goal? That's an investor. If you're trading, that's a totally different game plan. That's a totally you're, you're more plan. active as a trader, right? It's from what it sounds like. Yes, because okay, so then like you're gonna say as a trader, okay, you want to have an an entry point and an exit point. And you say, okay, like in this is not a perfect science at all. You know, like traders lose money, I've lost money, I've made money. 
Um, I've made $35,000 in a day. I've also lost like probably $40,000 in a two week span. So like it goes both ways. It's volatile. It's very volatile. It's unpredictable. But so, so let me, let me, let me ask you, no, my bad. I I just want to, before you move on, because I I do want to get some clarification on some that maybe, maybe anybody listening to this can kind of like gain some value from this part of the conversation. uh, Because I just feel like um, when you're, when you're, when you're trading, right? Like, shit tends to fluctuate so much, right? The obvious, the obvious goal is to get in super low and sell at the highest point, but there's no absolute possible way of knowing exactly when that is, right? Obviously you could tell when something's like, oh, I'll buy it for a fucking penny, right? But like, shit, you never know. It could skyrocket up to, I, I don't know, right? And, and, but you never know when that highest point is. So what is the type of kind of like mentality you have or type of like, um, how do you how, how do you come to a decision to where you're like okay it's time to sell type shit bro you you have to be robotic hmm. when i say you have, when i say you have to be robotic about it you have to understand before you enter a trade okay and this is trading not investing okay you have to understand and go into some a specific and this is with stocks options or crypto does not matter it's the same exact thing you have to go into this with an entry point you say okay you know what i see value in this specific token stock option whatever it is at this price okay i want to make a let's say it's a crypto i want to make a 20% 20% return within the next 24 hours. If you see something running like that, because let, let's say you just see, you know, so whenever you're investing or, or, or trading, there's something that's really big. That's called like, you want to buy the rumor and sell the news. By the time something is news, it's old. Right. By the time you see something on C on CNBC, by the time you see something on Google, or anything else like that, right? It's become saturated. Too many people it's know news. about it. Yeah. Everybody has access to it. It's old. Forget it. That's don't 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 trade on that information anymore. My point being though is that like you have to have an entry point and an exit point, and you have to stick to that like concrete robotically. Like if you see that you and and and, and this goes for losing too. This goes for a loss too. It's like if you enter something and then you lose 15% and you're like, hey, that's my stop loss, then boom, you get out. You, it's, it's, not a, it's not like, a, oh, well, it might go back up. It might all oh, be patient, be patient, be patient. And again, you also go into it with a certain mentality. Okay, am I day trading this stock? Am I giving this stock a week to run? If I give me, or if I give, am I giving this, this crypto a week to run? Am I getting... You know what I mean? And so like, when I say like, think you, you have to think about it robotically, you have to have a very, very, very specific entry point and exit point in mind where you follow that to a T because if you don't, you're gambling essentially. 
Right. And you can, you could also get thrown off by just the crazy fluctuations of the shit too. Right. So so do you you try to keep your eye off that shit? Like when you have a entry point and exit point or Um, are you still kind of, cause that can influence you, right? Well, yes and no. Um, So like you, you kind of, okay, look, I'll just point something out to you real quick. Okay. While like, while I'm talking to you the whole time, Oh, so you do keep it active. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. I'm still watching charts and still like, you know, being aware of what's going on because there might be something that might pop up that you're like, oh, you know what? You weren't expecting or, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, that happened? Oh, my God. Oh, such and such is talking about that. Like, oh, I got it. Like, I got to jump on that, right? And... So you, you have to be always aware, but also at the same time, they'll like not be overreactive. It's, it, it takes a lot of experience to be, to, to do, to do trading necessarily. Like if you're trading to make profit, it takes a lot of time, a lot of experience. I've, I've already understood that. Like, <clears throat> I can't even tell you how much I've understood that now, like that I've been doing it for two, two and a half, three months. I mean, dude, I thought I knew a lot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm watching videos. I'm, I'm reading up on everything. I'm like, okay, I can read trend lines. I can see, you know, resistance levels. I can see, you know, all this stuff. Right. And I'm, and, and like, you think, you know what you're doing because you intake all this information, you intake all this, all this data. Right. And you're like, okay, I have all this stuff up here. Like if I'm looking at something, I'll know exactly like what to do. But then you put your money into it and then your money's in there and all of a sudden it's just different. And anybody that has traded that may may or may not watch the show, like I'm sure you'll probably say the exact same thing. And so, you know, it just takes it takes experience. It takes discipline. It takes um, an understanding of what it is that you're looking to accomplish and risk risk for sure. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) It's risky. It's it, it, hey, this shit does not come without risk. This shit does mm-hmm. not come without risk at all. But like also, rewards don't come from without no risk either, though, right? Right. So, hey, the other thing, the, hey, the other reward that it comes with uh, is freedom. If and again, this is if you are deciding to like, like myself, like even right now. Like with my company, I am, I'm basically using my company right now for a tax write-off. I'm writing off 300 square feet out of this 1,400 square foot apartment because I use this space for business, for, office. for, for my office, right? Okay, so I'm, I'm writing off like almost a quarter of my rent just because I say that I work here all day. You know, I might actually, not actually be working here all day, but I'm still going to be able to write it off at the end of the year. 300 out of four, 1400 square feet. And so there's different benefits and different, you know, avenues to be able to take once you're able to just learn it and, one, and once you're able to understand the game and see how all this stuff works. And like, you know, crypto, man, crypto is like, there's so many different levels. Like people see, oh, Bitcoin, Dogecoin. Oh yeah, it's whatever. Like, you know, but blockchain technology and like beyond like, Honestly, most of my focus now is all on crypto. I, I don't even really mess with 
stocks or any any of that stuff anymore. I pretty much all on crypto. Is there is there a reason why uh, you prefer crypto over stocks? Uh, yeah, gains. It's just Money. is it quicker gains? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, I mean, dude, like you know, stock market people get excited if they like. Oh my God, this this uh this stock went up twenty percent in the last four months. Wow, it's so amazing. And you know, with crypto, and again, it's way more volatile, so you can also lose a lot more too. But with crypto, it's like I I just had a project just like two days ago that you know I put in a thousand dollars and I cashed out thirty five hundred within four hours. Jeez. Yeah. You know, and so it's like I just three hundred and fifty percent. I just got a three hundred and fifty percent return on something in four hours. Where, like, if you look at the stock market and you want to get a three hundred and fifty percent return on something, you're talking about like waiting years, right? You're not talking about waiting hours or days. And again, this is not an every type of like. This doesn't happen every day. Like I've taken losses too. And so it's like, but at the same time, crypto also just offers you more. Um, it's 24 seven. Oh, so the market doesn't close or anything like no. that. No. Oh, okay. So like when we go to sleep, China wakes up and then China starts trading on the same stuff that you and I are trading on over here. Right. And then so all the Chinese money starts coming in or, you know, Korean money starts coming in, whatever the case is. Right. And then the same thing that, that you and I were just investing in, now they're investing in. And, and is we- this and is this is this because like it hasn't been regulated so much like the like the stock market has? Because the stock market's an old game already. The crypto is like a completely like pretty new field. Like it's a very like new new field compared to the stock market, right? Dude, this this conversation so far has really kind of opened my eyes and I I really start to understand it a whole lot more. I'm curious what got it, yes, yes. What what would you what would you tell somebody that's like just starting off? Like where 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 would you start off? Where I would start off, number one, is period point, like please, 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 please to anybody, to anybody that doesn't know, let's say even the first thing about crypto, understand blockchain technology. Okay. Go YouTube understanding blockchain technology in 2021 let's say so you can get the most up-to-date information um and you'll see what that has to offer and what that does for not just like crypto but honestly like you have company like like visa visa is now going to be um actually closing like pretty much all of their online transactions over ethereum's network so you just have, I mean, there's just so many different levels of it now. It's hard to just say one thing to be like, oh, hey, start here, right? Because it's constantly evolving. It's constantly evolving. It's constantly like it, it, it's, so, it, it's so new still. And people think but you, you just got to get in the pool, though, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, like, like even, like, even by with small, small amount, bro, right? If you, if you don't matter. feel comfortable investing like a thousand dollars like dude no no 50 bucks Mm -mm. look get get your feet wet understand it a little bit get a feel for it even if it's just getting on robin hood and buying dogecoin like 
that you know people in in the crypto space like if there's any of your viewers that like have actually been in the crypto space that like have you dogecoin like a lot of people hated dogecoin because it was like it was created as a joke it was literally like in 2013 dogecoin was created as a joke to basically like mock cryptocurrency as a whole right dogecoin has a 40 billion dollar market cap today okay i can i i can name off fortune 500 companies that dogecoin is worth more than you know what I mean? And so where like, you want to say, oh, it's a joke. Mm. Here's a question. Here's a question, bro. And I just thought about this right now. So as you're trading crypto, right? That's obviously not American dollars or it's not any type of foreign currency, right? Like- How am I cashing so, out making money? Right. How are you liquidating that? Are, are like, what do you like? So when you do get those those gains, are you automatically converting them to- U.S. dollars, or what? What are you doing? Like, how do you, or are you keeping it, keeping it in those units, or what, I don't even know what. So type of lingo. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. Hey, dude. Like, if you don't ask, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't wonder, you don't know. Um, so there's different options. Um, if you want to, let's say, obviously, right now. You can't exactly pay your rent with crypto. I was just going to say that. I swear to God. I was like, because I can't pay my rent with Dogecoin. You feel me? Like, I mean, unless your landlord accepts Dogecoin, some, right. some have actually. Believe right. it or not, some landlords have been. But it's, it's not as common just no. yet. And it may, no, it may be in the future, but at the moment, at it's the not moment, nearly as common. At the moment, I can't walk up to, like, the, the apartments I live in, they're run by Graystar, you know, apartment buildings, whatever. I can't go pay my rent with crypto. It's not going not gonna to work. not going to happen. What you do is you sell within whatever exchange it is that you're dealing with, whether it be, and, you know, like, this is like something like where, you know, part of my company that, you know, I'm dealing with is like financial education as well, is helping people understand how to be able to take advantage of all these different things that we have available to us now. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's like for something like that, right? I'm going to cash out the crypto that I may have in my, in my, in my trust wallet. Right. Actually, you know what, let me, let me do this. So that way I can just give you, give everybody kind of a, like a, a quick, uh, better understanding, quick, better understanding of, of, of what I'm actually doing. Right. Okay. So what app are you using? Um, so this one specifically, right. This one specifically is called trust wallet. Trust okay. Wallet. Trust wallet. So trust wallet is something, it's a wallet that you are going to hold your crypto on, but also have access to um, decentralized exchanges. And so let's say I have this right here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have money on one of these right here and I can now sell one of these right on the decentralized exchange that I'm using. It's called, you know, I'm not going to say it because it's kind of <laughs> some of the names in crypto, bro, are kind of like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah. it's all good. You know, you might have to teach, you might have to, you know, dedicate a whole episode to just teach oh, seriously, but like bottom line, about so, this shit. so bottom line, long story short, 
Yes, I cash it out to basically what's called a stable coin. Um, and then I transfer what's called a stable coin, which is called like, let's say it's, it's called USDT or Tether. I transfer Tether to my Binance account and my Binance account is linked to my bank account. And I just transfer that directly to my bank. That's it. And it, and it converts into USD. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, man. Fuck. So that, that's the long story short. Like, yeah. yes. like, I basically just take the money that I would want to cash out from here. I'll transfer it to Binance. And my Binance account is linked to my bank account. Transfer it to my bank. There you go. You so my let, card, let, me ask you, let me ask you something, bro. Do you, do you do anything with Forex? Like foreign exchange and shit? No, I want to. I want to. I want to, though. I, like, I want to, I, I want to start learning more about... Because that's a whole other whole thing, whole other right? Game. Like, I, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, the, and you know, since you don't really do it either, but you probably know a little bit more about it than I do, but is, is the whole idea of foreign exchange, Forex, like, basically just trying to find, like, a currency that's, like, some, some random-ass country, buying it on the low when it's on the decline, and basically topping out type shit? Is that, is that the kind of, uh, am I, am I kind of spot on with that shit, or a little um. I'm going to be dead honest with the uh, BBM podcast family right now. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we ain't going to go there because we don't know much about it. I and, I'm not, and I'm not going to yeah. – hey, this is not financial advice either, okay? Hashtag not financial advice. Thank Facts. you. Very much. Facts. Um, but, but what I did gather, though, bro, from, from this talk about, you know, crypto and shit like that is just, like, get in the pool, bro. Like, even if it's small fries, bro. Like, and that's what I'm going to do. Man. That's what I'm going to do. Even if it's like, even if I got like a hundred bucks, like whether I win, win money or lose money on it, I'm just going to fucking like, so I might at least get lessons out of it. And then as I kind of, you know, get a better understanding and knowledge about the shit, I can kind of step my game up more and more, you know what I'm saying? And, Definitely. and I think that's kind of, that does sound like a very sensible approach. You don't want to go in there fucking betting the house on the shit when you don't. No, 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 you, no, no. You know what? So you never, you, you, it, you never ever want to, be investing money into something more than what and and this goes for any investment whether it be crypto stocks options for even, even betting what, even gambling even get gambling right like you don't ever bet or invest more than what you can afford to lose mm-hmm. like hey if you got to go pay rent next week maybe don't buy dogecoin right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like i mean it's kind of common sense but at the same time, though, like you really want to still like say that because you know you've seen like you've seen people just make absolutely ridiculous, stupid amounts of money on some of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, some people kind of like get FOMO, and they're like, "Oh man, I gotta, I oh such and such, oh man, I gotta, I, I like I gotta right. buy it. And, and 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 then all of a sudden now you just bought in when Dogecoin was at seventy cents when Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live, and now it's at twenty cents. Oh. And now you're like, huh. you're like, yeah, what the fuck happened? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, do your research. But at the end of the day, like what I would encourage every single person that, that watches this, dude, please, 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 please just research blockchain technology. Understand that. Understand how it works understand what it is, understand what it provides to not just crypto, but just 
like companies and and like people's lives in general like okay and if you're able to understand that then you have a very 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 solid base of like what what you can know what like like what crypto is essentially I like right? that yeah and then like you there's a whole lot more to learn and you know i could talk with the, i could talk for a long time about it but um yeah at the end of the day man like you know what dude i'm so happy to see you doing your thing and like you you know chilling smile like i know all the stuff that you've overcame and like you know and been able to you know still be on here you know smiling and trying to bring you know more to people and you know bring just not just like information but just like you know bring good into people's lives and at the end of the day like if i'm able to do something good for somebody if you're able to do something good for somebody and bring something positive into their life and bring something positive into you know the next person's life like then i feel like like we're doing something good and you know that might be a little corny you know what i mean but not at all like you know what man like i want to see everybody win i know i know like for myself, I know what I've been able to do, not just with this, but just just in general. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you got like if you want to win, there's ways for everybody to win. Yeah. Period. Absolutely, bro. You know, and, and thank you for that, man. And you know, for those that are listening, man, this dude, he is a stand-up guy. Like he he is a man of his word. What he says is absolute fucking truth. Like, so it's like if you're overthinking, like, could it be true that this dude did this, this, this and that? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and, you know, for those that still, you know, that, that follow the podcast, you know, I try to keep it a buck. I try to keep it as real as possible. You know, I'm, I'm authentic. I, I, you know, that's really what I kind of thrive on is just authenticity and fucking with real people. And he is a man of his word for sure. So, like, when he says something, that shit carries weight. And what he's doing is, is, is he's doing it for himself, but he's also showing that it can be done for you, too. And I'm starting to see that more and more, E, bro. So, like, with this conversation that we had about the whole crypto field, you really enlightened me, enlightened me in a lot of different ways, bro. And I think if anybody was to gain something from that portion of the conversation, it's start by learning about blockchain. Because that, at that I, I think a lot of times people don't even know where to start, bro. Like, because I'm no, talking about myself included. Like, I mean, I hear all these different things. I feel like I have a good theory on like how you should kind of like go about it. Like I would probably develop my own strategy based on the goals that I have for myself and shit like that. But I wouldn't know where to start. And I think right there, what you just identified, which is learn about blockchain, you know, immerse yourself and get to get to understanding about how blockchain works, what it does. And, and that's a really good kind of launching pad for you to kind of learn more about this crypto field, bro. So if, you know, if you're listening to this, Walk away with that and walk away with just knowing that you can do more for yourself if that's what you want to do. And again, like he said, no knock on like anybody that, you know, is, is content and happy with where they're at, like wants to do, you know, stay in their field. Like, you know, as long as you're happy, healthy and you, you're good, that's that's all that matters. But if you're hey, but you know what, that, even, hey, even if you're happy, healthy and you're good in what you're doing, guess what? If you let's say you're working 45, 50 hours a week, you got a hell of a lot of hours left in your week that you can still make some side money with. Facts. Big facts, big facts, big facts. You got a whole lot of time left in your week to be able to make some money with. And I know you're probably tired. Even if you are doing that, guess what? You can still make some money on the side to be able to make sure that those hours that you do have off of work are even better. 
Big facts, are even bro. More, are, are even are even more cushy. Guess what? You know what? When you get off of work, hey, maybe instead of that vacation, instead of driving to San Diego if you in LA or driving to Palm Springs, man, maybe you go to uh, you know Turks and Caicos. Ah. Maybe you go. Hey, maybe hey, maybe you maybe you now now you got to get a passport. Maybe you got to go to Punta Mita in 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 Mexico, man. I just came from Punta Mita. <laughs> I went to, hey, it's it's humid, but man, wow. Like, it's just more possibilities can become real, bro. With dude, look, there's absolutely endless possibilities when it comes to educating yourself on financial markets and on just understanding how to trade, what to do with it. Is it risky? Yes, life is risky. Yes, sir. Life is risky. You can I can walk out, you can walk out of your house, I can walk out of my house, I can go get the car and go get smacked by a truck today. Mm. Never know. Probably not gonna happen. I'm not gonna. I'm like, not gonna. Lie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah still, man. Anyway, that's facts. Point, that's facts. Point, but point being, man, you know what? Everybody has time to themselves to be able to try to learn something new. Why not learn something new that's going to be able to give you the opportunity to have freedom? Mm, absolutely, you know bro. I mean? That's that's important, bro. It's something that I think you know when you're striving to become the best version of yourself, you're you know you're trying to align everything in your life your relationships your health your finances your men mentality your everything your spirituality everything like that's part of like becoming the best version of yourself you know yeah. what i'm saying and you know what man uh thanks for doing this e bro like you coming on here this was a dope conversation bro oh, like course, man anytime real, real talk bro i think that there's a lot for anybody to take from this you know what i'm saying but um before we get up out of here bro was there Anything that you felt that you wanted to kind of like say, shout out, plug, you know what I'm saying? Like how can they connect with uh, you on the internet? The whole shit, bro. Man, um, so, you know, right now, um, my company, man, I'm just starting out. I don't have a ton of followers on IG. I don't have a ton of, you know, uh, stuff on like my business IG or nothing like that. But um, IG, man, get at me at... Uh, at Elliot G89, E-L-L-I-L-T-G89 on, on Instagram. That's probably where I'm on most of the time. Um, you know, uh, I got a business Instagram too, but, um, you know, just hit me up on a personal IG. Uh, you know, any questions anybody got, man, more than happy to touch base, talk about, chop it up, with, you know, about whatever. Um, and yeah, man, like, hey, if, if, if you're good with the dude that is hosting this podcast, you're good with me. <laughs> good looking out, my G, man. I appreciate you, bro. Real shit, man. This was a fun-ass conversation, bro. And, and Great we, combo, bro. You know, we, we definitely going to run this back, bro. You're welcome on any time. And you know Thanks. what, man? Because I, I definitely, you know, after this conversation, like, I want anybody to be able to kind of come back and see even more of the progress that you made, bro, because I know that, with the mindset that you have, with the action behind that mindset, the results are bound to just like continue to show up for you, bro. And, you know, it, it's just so dope to see your your progression, man. You know, and just keep keep, keep shooting for the motherfucking stars, bro. I'm proud of you, my Thank G, you, real talk. Hey, man, dude, hey, same, same exact thing to you, dog. Like, <laughs> I've seen you grow from, you know, when I first met you and, I mean, 
you know, all the kind of <laughs> dumb ass shit we used to do and just <laughs> kind of just, you know, just we like, go, we go, we go leave that, we go, we go leave that to a minimum on that. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> but we did used to have some crazy ass hoop battles, bro. I miss that, man. I might need to come out to hey, LA man, just to, you know just to, run, anytime, some, just hey, to run some game with you. Brother, anytime you want to come lose again, you know, you know, you just, just let man, me know. Man, man, I miss the oh, days over at, over at LA Fit, bro. We used to get man, some ball, bro. I got a few extra pounds on me right now, bro. I don't know how fast my first step is, so <laughs> it's all good. Hey, but anyway, man, good. hey, if anybody um, wants to hit me up, man, and you didn't get my IG, hit this guy up. Oh, yeah, we're going to put it at the bottom over here for you sure know, for everybody to see that and connect 100%. I encourage you all to definitely do so because this man right here, you know, you he's – in LA, SF, wherever, don't matter, man, hit me up. Let me know. Hey, any questions anybody has on – any on anything that I can help with, like finance wise, like crypto stocks, all the shit, like Robin Tap Hood, in. like Tap in. You know, let me know. Period. Like whatever you need me to help with, I'm more than willing to help. So just hit me up. Yeah. And um, I, I'm I'm for sure finna tap in with you, bro, to to kind of get some no, more no, 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 direction no, no. on this shit. No, I was talking about you. <laughs> Everyone except me, all right, y'all. No, no, no. Anybody no, listening no. to shit, no, like tap in with me. And then I'm gonna tap in with y'all after you tap no, in. No, because you been at my number and you still ain't hit me up. No, so I know, I know. Everybody else now, everybody else has a chance now. You're done. Damn, I lost my chance. See, y'all better, y'all better act yeah, quick. This shit, you know that that shit might pass. You feel me? <laughs> yes, sir. But shit, hey, real man. talk, e man. Hey, I hey, hey thank you for having me on, man. All right, blessed beyond measure. Let's go. On top, and thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. This was great. I think uh, there was a lot for y'all to catch up on for sure. And and really get that can help you like move forward on your journey. So, uh, you know, you know, y'all know how to tap in with me. I'm at bbm.podcast, Bless Beyond Measure Podcast. And yeah, uh, yeah man, until next time, we're going to see you on the next episode. Peace yes, and love, sir. y'all.